Are you living out your dream or someone else's? Are you doing all the things that you want to do in life or are you haunted by people's judgments or opinions? Let's talk about it on another episode of 50 Shades of Shilamita. Welcome, I am your hostess, Shilamita, and I'm super excited to bring to you another episode, and today is all about finding your purpose. It is actually chapter three from my best-selling book, From Food Stamps to First Class, Start Living Your Dream Life Now. This is a personal self-help development book, any way you look at it. But I use the stories of my life to share the lessons that I have learned and how those lessons can apply to you and your life. And the stories in here are super relatable. And the chapter on finding your purpose is all about how when I went from being a teen into my young 20s, my parents decided that I was going to go to college near home. They wanted me to live at home. They wanted me to go to school for business. I wanted to go to college in Rhode Island. I wanted to go for hotel and restaurant management, but I went and I started living out their dream, which in turn made me very bitter, very angry, very unhappy. And then my father got diagnosed with uh, leukemia and that just put a big wrench in my college years. So I am sharing with you the unheard audible version of chapter three from food stamps to first class. I hope that you guys love it. If you want to grab a copy of the book, you can grab one on Amazon or on my website. We will drop both of the links below. I thank you so much for watching and for tuning in, and I would love to hear your thoughts, so leave them in the comments below. Chapter 3, Finding Your Purpose. I didn't find my true purpose until I turned 30. Remember the story of my college career? Well, after my second semester, my parents made me move out of the dorms because my grades were just as bad, if not worse, than my first semester. That following semester, I spent on people's couches because I hated living at home. That semester was probably my worst because I just couldn't make it to my classes and stop going altogether, which left me with Ds, Fs, and a nervous breakdown. I hated myself. How was everyone else able to get through it? What was wrong with me? Um, Maybe the fact that my dad was dying or that I was the one blamed for it, or maybe because I was living out my parents' dreams and not my own. I dropped out of school that following semester and decided I needed to figure out what my purpose was. I was a pre-law minor and really thought I wanted to go to law school. But after my first year and a half of college, I didn't know if I would even be able to make it through law school. I worked for a lawyer for four weeks and hated it. When I returned to college, I knew I didn't want to be a business major or go to law school. Because my grades were so bad, I didn't have many options when it came to what I was going to be. It took almost 10 years after college, many jobs and careers, and a bunch of other schooling before I decided to go to acupuncture school. I knew I wanted to be an author before I wanted to be an acupuncturist but I had no clue who would take me seriously as an author without having a solid, successful career first. 
When I made the decision to go to acupuncture school, it was a spiritual journey that I was on, not a passion for playing with needles. I had just finished massage school, which I was paying off through a payment plan, and three weeks in, I decided I couldn't do that for the rest of my life. When I sat down with the bursar and heard that acupuncture school cost over $55,000, I panicked. How would I pay for that? Whom would I even ask for help? No one in my family would ever give me a pat on the back for going to acupuncture school, let alone help me pay for it. I had already had 30 careers and spent a countless amount of money on schooling that I never used. And to boot, I was a single mom. If I had asked for someone else's opinion, they would have talked me out of it, showed me my track record, and convinced me that it was a waste of money. You know what I did? I told no one. I didn't ask for anyone's opinion, and I followed my instinct. Guess what? I manifested the money. Somehow I convinced the school to let me attend until the financial aid came through, which covered about three quarters of the tuition. After that, I didn't pay them a dollar until my third and final year. It was a few weeks before I would take my first board exam, and I was running out of time. My mom agreed to lend me a couple thousand dollars, but I was still short. I prayed and prayed, was grateful, and then I got a phone call. The call was from my mom, and she said, you are going to be getting a check for $7,400. Look out for it. Blown away and in total shock, I said, why, how? She replied, your father opened up a mutual fund before he died in all three of our names, myself, my brother, and my mother, and the fund went bankrupt. So they are cashing out the account and the checks are coming this week. Oh my God, I actually manifested the money. That was exactly the amount I needed. I can tell you stories upon stories like this. Once you are awake and aligned in the energy, everything you need and ask for comes true. It was the best decision of my life. Not only did I make my money back many times over, but also now I get to help people every single day. I help them not only to heal, but also to create magic in their lives. My acupuncture career also gave me credibility so that when I released my first book to the world, the world was ready to receive it and take me seriously because of the entrepreneur and healer I had become. The moral of this story is... Don't let the opinions of other people dictate your life, and don't let their judgments lead your way. I knew that if I shared my ideas and thoughts of starting something new, that I would get the opinions of others, and it would not align with what I felt inside intuitively. If you really believe in something, go for it. Other people will try to control you because they do not have control over themselves. They can only do so if you give them the power to do so. Remember that. I opened up my first business when I was 21. I had no clue what I was doing, but I was employing my friends and having them work for me. It was awesome. Imagine what it would be like to make enough money to pay your friends. Believe me, at 21, I wasn't making that much, but I was making enough to survive on my own and pay for some part-time help. You should be doing this now in your life, starting a side hustle that will bring you enough money to hire someone to help you with your day-to-day, but we will talk about that later. Judgment will come up again and again and again, I am sure, throughout the next several chapters. I really want you to practice non-judgment and self-reflection. If you see yourself judging me or the others mentioned in my stories, catch yourself while you're doing it and send us love. Understand that our lives are totally different and we all have a different purpose in this life. 
understand that if you want the things that you are reading about, those things can be yours. If you really open up and learn the lessons within this book, they will be yours. Practicing self-reflection means to really look within and ask yourself, why is this triggering me? What is it about Shalomita that I see within myself? What do I want to fix? What attributes can I change for the better? From this moment forward, I want you to commit to at least recognizing when you are judging or inserting your opinion where it does not belong. You should only offer an opinion when it's asked of you. And remember, your life is very different from other people's lives. What you think is best for you may not be best for others. I want you to get to an existence where other people stop ruling your life, where your focus is strictly on you. How can you become a better human being? How can you become a better mother, lover, and friend? Ask these questions instead of why is he not or how dare she? It's all about you. I am grateful I am the best version of myself. I am grateful I can ask for forgiveness. I am grateful I can tune into my inner guidance. I am grateful I am always being guided. I am grateful I am patient with myself. Thank you so much for listening. I love that you guys stopped by my channel. If this is your first time being here, please say hello. Let me know that you are here so that I can say hello and we can get to know each other. If you hang out on social media, come find me at 50 Shades of Shilamita on Instagram. You can find me by searching my first name, S-H-I-L-A-M-I-D-A on Facebook, Pinterest. My website is www.shilamita.com. I am so grateful for your listening. I am so grateful for your growth and expansion and your happiness and all of your desires and wishes and dreams to come true. And if you think that you know somebody else that can use this information, please share my channel, share my work, go back and binge. We have 70 something episodes. They are amazing. I've had some of the most amazing guests on the show, some really incredible topics. And that is all for today, my friends. Thanks so much. Love you. Bye.